This podcast was created as a part of Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. Hello everyone welcome back to another episode of Booty and the Binge my name is Jinu and with me i have my dear dear friend Adi hi Adi hi Jinu hello everyone how are you all doing for all the newbies who are joining us for the very first time this is a podcast where two queer folks from india talk about their lives things around us and then we also discussed one piece of queer content a show a movie a docu series etc etc and at the end of the podcast we are going to give you our verdict as to whether or not you should watch this show and everything else on this weekend or not so stick around for that so adi how was your week my week has been the toughest and that's because i got covid i still do um i think i tested positive on monday so that's how my week started um but it was uh, tough uh, for various reasons um definitely i got i got the fever i started showing symptoms but at the same time i couldn't move around i couldn't do my favorite things like stepping out and meeting my friends or have my favorite food which generally is on the spicier side um and in general i was feeling very low um so that has been the week for me along with me my brother also tested uh, positive uh so you know um just concern for the family and uh, that's how my week was but things are recovering my health is recovering now and i'm feeling much much better i will be returning back to work i was on leave because of health and i'm really excited now um so before i tested positive both my parents tested positive and uh, like i had mentioned it in our last episode how i was taking care of them and then suddenly this week they were the ones taking care of me and i am a very grown up child to be taken care of <laughs> and suddenly i felt like oh my god why are you know people coming and serving me food and like constantly uh monitoring my medicines and all of that i feel pampered i i um and you know feeling pampering pampered is good but uh at the same time i got a little awkward so like these days i'm sleeping with my mom because she's saying that you know she is already tested positive and nothing can happen to her she has uh, built the antibodies uh, but she also wants to make sure that i am i'm safe at night and i'm feeling good Aww. and she wants to be there for medical emergencies so yes these days i'm sleeping with my mother and it's really really awkward um but yes i think as soon as i'll get better i'll make up for all the care and support that's you know that she has shown in fact both my parents so yeah that has happened what about you jinu tell us about your week my week was my week was pretty much basic i was actually uh, so this week something very interesting happened uh, shadi.com has announced that uh, they are going to start a matchmaking service for queer people 
uh, I wouldn't say queer people because we don't know what orientations they are going to serve for because queer is a very large spectrum as such. Uh, you know, fun fact, okay? Did you hear about that? Uh, that service from Ahmedabad, uh, the gay, um, what was it called? Uh, gay arranged marriage gay arranged marriage that's what it was called uh, you don't know about this they scammed people oh yes oh yeah yeah i think i've seen a documentary about it yes so fun fact i was about to subscribe to that no way no way i'm not even kidding i am not even kidding so this was back when uh, this was towards the end of our tenure at mica uh, when we were at ahmedabad and i don't know how i got in touch with this person uh, through some connections. I think uh, it was after I attended the Ahmedabad Pride and I somehow got in, uh, got the contact of this person who was managing the same lady who was covered in the Vice uh, docu-series, a documentary rather. Urvashi. Yes, Urvish. Urvish, yes. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. I actually contacted her and I was about to sign up, but then pandemic happened and uh, you know my job got deferred. I was jobless for a long time uh, because of the pandemic. And uh, then I called them and told them, I was like, once my job starts, then I'll subscribe. And in the meantime, the Vice documentary came out. <laughs> I was like, saved by the bell. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. No way. I have no clue about this. Wow. But, yeah, wow. but then recently I heard this news about Shadi.com and all of those memories just came back to me. Right now, I don't know if I would be in the same state of mind to do the same uh, kind of a decision because I think this was also the time when I was going through a breakup. So I was really feeling that ki I needed somebody, I want somebody, and which is why I was ready to go for a desperate measure like contacting that gay arranged marriage bureau. Uh, right now, I'm not in that state of mind, so I don't know how much interested I would be in this Shaji.com service. But yeah, what were your thoughts about this Hmm. Shaji.com? So my very initial thought was that definitely there's a need for a platform where intent of uh, its users is a little different. So for instance, the intent on apps like Grindr or Tinder is very clear. You know, people majorly want to meet for a quickie, uh, you know, or a hookup. Uh, whereas we lack platforms where the intent is slightly different and people actually want to, you know, explore something long term. Um, so there is a need for a platform like that. Uh, but again, my my concern is that um, matrimonial websites already have a certain meaning in our society, especially in our generation. And like in my family, it's considered for people who just fail to find love during their college time. Like college was actually boyfriend or girlfriend you could not find. So you find that on matrimonial website. And, uh, you know, eventually you'll find a human being to spend your life with. That's all you you want. And uh, I think that's going to translate for queer people as well very, very soon. Um, So it can be a solution for many. Um, but again, you know, it being in the Indian, uh, in, you know, in the Indian context of marriage and then various filters around caste and class and occupation and those kind of things will definitely come into the queer community and their 
पार्टनर सिलेक्शन प्रोसेस एज इफ इट्स नॉट देयर इट इज देयर या 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 एब्सोल्युटली व्हेन व्हेन एनीबॉडी मेंशंस थिंग्स लाइक लुकिंग फॉर अ डिसेंट पर्सन व्हाट डू यू व्हाट्स योर डेफिनेशन decent or looking for english speaking people if you cannot talk in english then you know yes, there is no match yeah. so much classism there so much classism there so those things exist in indian mentality and then they get translated into so many actions and activities um but uh, i felt that it could it could actually cater to a lot of people there is definitely a, a need for service like that I would be excited, and I would definitely sign up for it. <laughs> well, given my history, I also but, might. I don't know, but yeah, keeping an open mind. <laughs> yes, but I, I mean, my my mind constantly, you know, switches um, between the idea of uh, do I want something long term, or do I just want to be my with myself. So. I think that the the older that I'm getting, I I'm moving away from the idea of you know getting married and looking for a long term. Yeah, that's actually very interesting. Like the the older you get, you become more comfortable with just being with yourself. You don't need somebody else to you know fill yeah. that gap for you. I, I mean, very wrong choice of word. <laughs> I didn't mean any kind of gap. I I just meant. <laughs> I just meant void. Let's call it a void. Let 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 me not say gap. <laughs> My gap is too tight and small to be filled. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yes, I I I think I'm I'm experiencing that where I don't need anybody. All I need is just lube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> true. True. So all this talk about marriage and shadi yeah. is actually yeah. reminding me of the show that we are going to talk about today. <laughs> oh my god, yes. So Adi, do you want to introduce our listeners to the show of the week? Sure, Jinu. So this week we are talking about Coming Out Colton. Um it's streaming on Netflix and let me tell our audience a little bit about the show. Coming Out Colton follows Colton Underwood. through his public coming out as he comes out to his family friends and his former football coach and tries to figure out how to navigate the world as a member of the lgbtq plus community after spending the first 29 years of his life running and hiding away from his true self and uh, for our listeners who have no clue who colton underwood is uh, colton underwood is the former college football standout at nfl player who was the bachelor during the show's 14th season in 2019 his relationship with the season's winner casey randolph ended in a spectacular fashion with her accusing him of stalking and placing a tracking device in her car then uh in april i guess in 2020 uh, or 2021 i'm not sure about the year uh, underwood came out publicly on good morning america 2021 only uh, uh, this year only 2021 yeah. not yes. this year oh my god we are in 2022 yeah in 2021 he came out publicly on good morning america and uh, became the first gay bachelor that's a synopsis of the show um Jinu, let's start with our thoughts on the show. Sure. What did you feel? 
So uh, for the listeners who are not familiar with the show Bachelor, long time back, uh, even in India, we used to have those Swayamvar shows, right? Rakhi ka Swayamvar, Rahul Mahajan ka Swayamvar. That was basically inspired by Bachelor and Bachelorette. Uh, also, by the way, uh, for those people who keep saying there are too many seasons of uh, Drag Race, uh, I just want to remind them Bachelor has been on air since 2002. It's been 20 years and that show is still going on. So if straights can have that, we can have Drag Race. So be happy about it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, now coming back to the topic itself, Colton Underwood. So uh, like you mentioned, Colton had a very weird end to the show. So first of all, Colton first uh, joined the Bachelorette show. So he was a contestant okay. on Bachelorette. Bachelorette is where uh, the lead of the show is a girl and men okay. are pursuing her. So he joined that show first. Uh, he was, I think, one of the top three contestants. The USP that he has is he's a very conservative religious guy who has taken a vow of celibacy. So he was the first virgin contestant on that show. And that becomes such a popular thing that they actually casted him as the next Bachelor on the main season of Bachelor. And then he was the first virgin bachelor that's how the show was marketed and it did really well that season was quite popular and uh, after the season ended like you mentioned so a lot happened like the girl cassie who won that season and was supposed to be engaged yeah. with this guy uh, she started realizing this guy is not entirely what he says he is and then that just threw him to a, through a, to a downward spiral and he did a lot of awful things like stalking her, like going to her parents' house unannounced and sending abusing, uh, abusive te- texts to her and uh, placing a tracking device on her car, all those awful things he did. And uh, he had this really positive public persona uh, wherein he was this really, uh, you know, golden boy of religious people. Uh, And then suddenly all these negative things were happening about him. So somehow this is where this show comes into play. Because first golden rule of PR is when you have something very, very awful about you in the public, you place another news that overshadows that awful other news. Which is what I feel like this show was all about. Because... uh, We have seen uh, other celebrities also trying this out uh, not too long ago when Kevin Spacey had that uh, Me Too allegation. All of a sudden he came out and then he thought maybe that was going to be, uh, you know, uh, people are only going to praise him for coming out and all. That didn't happen. Same thing is uh, happening with Colton Underwood as well. He came out and he kind of tried to justify all his bad behavior uh, uh, saying I was not in the right state of mind because I was... Uh, hiding my sexuality, uh, which doesn't stick with me at all. I mean, I know, like we have talked about internalized homophobia on this podcast several times before, and it's a very strong thing. It's a very, it's a thing that can make you do things. Uh, I completely agree with that part. But at the same time, nothing you say is going to justify all the awful things you did to that girl. Like she went to an extent where she put a restraining order on him. So that has to be to a degree where she literally had to take a legal action against him. So I, I don't know. Also, also, the chronology of the show coming to an existence. So, I thought he came out publicly and then he got offered this show and then this show came into existence. But if you watch the show, you get to realize uh, that's not actually the case. So, the show was actually recorded before he came out publicly. Uh, 
then he went on mm. good morning america and then netflix announced the series so in that case yes. it's completely a calculated business it was completely decided ki uh, this is how they are going to deal with this pr crisis he has too much negativity about him in public so let's place something that's going to treat him like a hero suddenly he is this really ultra masculine guy who is coming out now and now he is the savior of all the queer people so that's the feel i got from the show right from the beginning honestly i know i had a lot of prejudices in my mind when i started watching this and i i tried shaking those off as much as i can but throughout the show there were so many instances where i just kept remind like uh, those instances just kept reminding me like what this person was trying to do here so yes that was very long initial thought but yeah that was my initial thought <laughs> No, I mean, I totally, I totally see where this is coming from, and I pretty much had same thoughts uh, while I was watching it. So, firstly, yes, the chronology was a little confusing, and now that you said it, it makes sense that uh, you know he chose to first come out to his uh, near and dear ones, and then he chose to come out publicly on Good Morning America, um, and why only now? You know, why only after uh, a very successful or rather not very successful reality tv uh, career right um one thing which uh, felt a little odd to me was um how what you know the question of what did they tell the family before signing up for the documentary movie like what was the family expecting <laughs> yeah but the reactions were so fake so it was very obvious yeah. ki they were already they already knew what they were getting into they none of yeah. the reactions none of the reactions from their his family to his friends to even that football coach none of the reactions sounded genuine yes yes yeah it they all seemed very staged they all seemed like and you know my yeah like again my question what were they told were they told that hey listen we are just making a documentary movie about his life and then they're like okay fine i'm okay with the camera uh, following me and then suddenly oh my god my son is coming out to me so uh, it it felt it also felt badly produced now that i've very recently understood the job of a show producer and how you know they are supposed to catch on the entertaining parts in in the show and entertaining moments uh, they kind of lost on many entertaining moments and uh, you know like i i did not get the chills and the goosebumps that i was expecting um and it landed up becoming very monotonous for me honestly uh but yes uh, i think uh, some really clever things that they they did was things like i think after the first episode like at the end of the first episode him coming out to his dad became a cliffhanger and you know like how many shows do that how many producers choose to do that uh so uh that was very iconic for me but that was the only cliffhanger like rest of the episodes didn't have even that much <laughs> yeah yeah and even that cliffhanger became all false because his dad just accepts him and his dad is like okay cool <laughs> i'm fine with uh, you being gay also so when you are in that initial stage of realizing your orientation you we say it's the denial phase you know uh, it's the phase when you don't want to accept it but that's also the time when you kind of either you don't know anybody else from the community or 
even if you know you will you would want to isolate yourself from those people because you don't want to you know get that realization ki i might be like this person so during that denial phase a lot of the things that you are going from you always have this in mind this is something different about me why is this happening to me all those kind of things but then as you start interacting with people from the community you start realizing oh i'm not the only person going through this there are like thousands of peer people out there who have had similar experiences as uh, i have also had and that gives two type of reactions one uh, something i felt when i started interacting with people from the community was a sigh of relief i was like okay i was i am not going through something totally different i am uh, there are other people who have survived this so i can also do the, do this and then second kind yeah. of reaction is when you start feeling oh so i am not that different i am not that special <laughs> yes which yeah. was the case with colton if you watch the entire yeah. season there are several yeah. such moments where he starts uh, describing how he he has this unique things which are very different from his straight counterparts and then while watching you are going to be like that's literally everybody else <laughs> like yeah. there is one yeah. more uh, host or slash moderator in the entire series his name is gus kainwardi uh, who is a, a openly gay olympian who is kind of like his guide into the homosexuality yeah and even yeah. gus several times has this reaction so like for example colton is talking about how uh, he has a very uh, unique relationship with his mom and then his relationship with his dad is very complicated and that's very different i'm like no <laughs> that's literally everyone <laughs> or there is this uh, dis- uh, conversation between him and gus where he is talking he doesn't drink as much because the moment he starts drinking his true gay self comes out and uh, gus is like hey, yeah. dude that's literally everybody every <laughs> queen yes yeah so yeah a lot of this i felt was more from the point of view of a heterosexual person maybe maybe this show was meant for them it was meant for people who don't have any clue about lives of queer people so maybe that was yeah. the uh, audience they were trying to cater to because at the end of the day this is the guy who was there on bachelor who had that audience with yeah. him so maybe the same audience yeah. was supposed to watch this like a justification yeah. to again going back to that scandal that he had at the end of his bachelor season true true okay which so he came out to several people throughout the show which coming out uh, you know was the most special for you like you know all your senses were actually actively absorbing that moment okay so i really want to say something good about the show now because i think i have just thought, said all the awful yeah. things um yeah. it was not a coming out part but it was so there is this one segment where he meets other queer athletes uh, other openly queer athletes not just from the current times but from the times before yeah. him uh, like uh, yeah. gay nfl players some of whom came out after they uh, retired from their football career when we say football they are talking yeah. about american football uh, so they kind of yes. have this uh, round table discussion and that was the part mm. that really uh, I found it very interesting. I loved watching that part. So yeah, that was my favorite part of the entire series because that's where you, even Colton, in that moment feels that uh, all these people were already there. I could have been one yeah. of them. I could have joined them. I could have said, "I am also with you," but then he chose yeah. to be uh, standing aside. Hmm. Yeah, that part was really nice. 
uh, what about you what do you think who according to you was... i feel that uh, my my favorite moment uh, and i found it very sweet as well when he came out to his best friend uh, cassie cassidy uh, i think in in the very first episode yeah, yeah. i think this was after he came out to his mother mm-hmm. uh, and the response of the best friend was that hey i always knew about you and i was like okay wow <laughs> you really have some very strong gaydar to know that you know this very masculine and macho of a man could actually be um no but you know, you know the closest friends usually know like i have also had this experience because i don't know yeah. i matlab a lot of people say i am passing i hate that term yes. but that's what that's the yeah. term that is thrown around but still like yeah. when i came out to my closest friends they always had this reaction they were like yeah we kind of thought but we just didn't know how to ask yeah. you and then now if we compare let's say this particular scenario of what just happened with colton underwood uh, to let's say anybody in india hmm. do you think any of the celebrities um, would have firstly chosen to come out uh publicly in india and then netflix would have made a show about it and then do you think the kind of narrative and you know the kind of responses that we saw every family member share or every friend or even coach share uh would have been similar if you know all the characters were indian hmm very interesting question i think a show like this should exist in india uh and the reason yeah. being so we touched upon this topic while we were discussing uh, chandigarh kare aashiki uh about yeah. how elementary people's knowledge is about queer identities and queer issues so yeah i would rather want somebody who is totally unexpected for people uh to be queer mm-hmm. to come out publicly mm-hmm. and have a show like this so that masses of people watch this show and start getting introduced to the topic because again like i said i feel like even this show was trying to do that only it was supposed to be for that audience which has never had any exposure to uh, queer identities or queer content so a show like yeah. this should actually ex- be existing in india uh, i think the reactions you will get from family friends and maybe not friends but definitely family are going to be very spicy compared to what we saw with cartons yeah. parents uh, even the football coach i feel uh, if it was a sports coach from india the reaction was going to be very very different <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah those kind of things now, i think now, now that i think about it and like the points that you put uh, this show also you know in a very good way sets examples for fathers and moms or religious mothers uh or like really masculine personalities like a football coach uh you know in educating them how should they be you know uh reacting to somebody coming out to them uh because in a lot of ways they are playing their role of being a very masculine strict father or being a football coach that hey listen my response is set you know i i have to sound tough when somebody tries to come out to me i am supposed to sound very unapproachable and you know un- unaccepting uh, or a religious mother is never really supposed to you know uh, give in and say that oh you know i i accept you the way that you are so you know it it kind of sets examples uh, and specimens for people in you know in america uh, a show like this might you know set examples for how mothers are supposed to react or how uh, you know fathers are supposed to react or how teachers are supposed to react it could be educational for them hmm. 
But you know, Adi, going back to your question, what was yeah. the brief that was told to all these people who were getting shot? Uh, what was yeah. the brief that was told to these people? For example, yeah. if this football coach already knew that Netflix is coming to record him uh, and his reaction to Colton coming out, of course he's going to give you a very sanitized reaction. His parents, yeah. uh, if they already know this show is in the making and that's what they are participating in, and this whole mm. show is supposed to be for his own PR, then of course they are going to yeah. give you a very sanitized reaction. So I though did not sure. find any of these reactions genuine. Uh, but I get what yeah. you are saying. I think your point is very, very valid. But at the same time, yeah. I don't think these uh, reactions set any standard for anything. Yeah. Only if I think this this show had a lot of potential to be actually genuine yeah. and be a change maker. But uh, maybe the intent was just PR. And that's what it landed up serving. Absolutely. So Adi, uh, I'm going to ask you a question which I think you have answered very indirectly so far. Uh, Would you like to give this show a booty or a binge? Very unfortunately. And I'm so sorry, Colton Underwood. (laughs) I will have to give your coming out a booty. Uh, Yes. So (laughs) that's that's my verdict. I would suggest that, uh, you know, you can give it a pass. <laughs> what about you, Gino? I think I have been fairly obvious right from the beginning of the episode as to what I felt about this show. So rather, let yeah. me say this, okay? I'm going to give a binge, not to the show. I'm giving it to Gus Kenworthy's Instagram handle. Please go check him out. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally binge-worthy. Yeah. He is yeah. a really awesome person. I fell in love with him. So he appeared on Drag Race mm-hmm. All-Star Season 4 during Snatch Game. If you remember, mm-hmm. he was uh, yes. he was in Snatch Game of Love. So I've been following yeah. him on Instagram ever since then. I was slightly disappointed that he decided to participate in a show like this. But then that, he yeah. was the only saving grace in this show. So a big binge mm-hmm. to Gus Kenworthy uh, Instagram handle and unfortunately a booty for the show <laughs> and with that we have come to the end of this episode hope you liked it we have much much more to bring you from the very fresh and refreshing ocean of LGBTQ films and shows so stay tuned and watch I mean listen to other episodes from our uh, plethora of episodes that we have released so far and uh, follow us on Instagram we are available there by the same name booty and binge Uh, and uh, just stay tuned and keep following us keep sharing uh, about our podcast and let as many people know about it Uh, because uh, you know let's just celebrate lgbtq films and shows uh till then bye bye